All right, let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Thursday, September 9th, and we're doing this in 15 minutes or less so that you know what's moving the markets right now. And with me in the studio, as always, is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning. Good morning, Marcus. Well, what can we say? It is September. <laughs> Looking at the markets, right? I mean, Yesterday, all three major indices are down. And uh, for the Dow and the S&P, it is now the third straight day that they're closing lower. So what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it just feels like we, we want to drop a little bit. But even with yesterday's move lower, we finished well off of the lows. So we opened up kind of choppy and then sold off about an hour after trading. And then things just kind of, you know, mosey their way on up and uh, erased a, a decent amount of those losses. So we're, we're still trying. There's still some price covering here. It's not just the big sell off yet. Yeah, I mean, the, the the three things that traders are focusing on right now is obviously uh, the Delta variant. Number two, uh, the economic reopening. How is that going? And how is the impact of the Delta variant on the reopening? And then number three the fed what will the fed do and uh, their big meeting is september 21st and 22nd and uh, this is where we'll hear more of uh, whether they are unwinding their 120 billion dollars a month bond buying purchase program to keep rates low or what are they planning to do there right and till then it seems markets are just a little bit nervous <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, we mentioned the big jobs disappointment last week, uh, last Friday, and uh, this Friday, there's the producer price index, PPI, so that could uh, shine some light on whether or not there are inflation concerns, you know, basically jobs and inflation are the two things that the Fed is focused on, so, you know, maybe after tomorrow's report, we, we get some uh, direction. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned last Friday's jobs report, which came in much worse than expected. And uh, I mean, ever since, uh, markets haven't really fully recovered from this. I mean, on, on Monday uh, was a holiday. So over the last three days, where we see basically in all three major indices, uh, really, really choppy and saying, OK, what's happening? I mean, talking about jobs, we did have uh, the weakness claims that are released today. So. Let's take a look at these. Let's see what happened yeah. today. There we go. Unemployment claims came in at 310,000 versus 345 last week and 343 expected. Is that a new, a new yeah, this, pandemic low? It, it was. It was. It was the best number, the lowest number uh, since the week ending March 14th when claims were at 256,000 that week. Ever since then, uh, they've been a lot higher than 310. <laughs> I mean, in March 15th last year or this year? Yep. Last, last year. year. Uh, I mean, this point. when the pandemic just started. So, yeah. So that's kind of good news. So was it a glitch last week? Uh, this we're also looking at the at the COVID cases here over the, uh, the last, uh, well, what are we looking at here? Maybe six months, something like this. No, this is uh, actually all time. Yeah, we, we see that. Well, are they actually dipping a little bit lower here or, um, I mean, the, the seven day average or do we have a delay in reporting here? And, and this is where we have all of this uncertainty. I mean, President Biden uh, today 
is supposed to uh, unveil or reveal a six-prong approach to fight uh, the Delta variant here. So we'll see. I didn't hear that. I mean, let's take a look at some individual stocks that are moving because, I mean, when it comes to the overall market, I mean, it seems that September becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But everybody says, well, September will be a rough month. September will be a choppy month. I mean, this is when as soon as you make a new all-time high, you're taking some profits and that's what we see, right? I mean, there's not really news driving this market right now. It's really just, uh, okay, are we worried? Are we not worried? Are we worried? Yeah, maybe a little bit. And now we're making new all-time highs. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and let's wait for the Fed. <laughs> yeah, let's wait for the Fed. But hey, we, we had some, uh, some individual stocks that are moving a lot. Where do you want to start? Uh, we could look at GameStop uh, for fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> GameStop. Okay, I, I mean, just moving out here a little bit, going to a weekly chart. We know it's one of the crazy meme stock. So they reported earnings yesterday. And uh, what, what happened? I mean, because they're down almost 10% this morning. Yeah, they reported better than expected earnings, which meant that the loss was not as big as expected. Um, so the loss expected was smaller, uh, but it really sounds like traders wanted more from that earnings release and, and that uh, press conference or the conference call uh, because there were no Q&A or there were no uh, questions being answered at the end of the conference call. The company didn't announce any big you know, turnaround plans or changes and they didn't provide any outlook. So I, I, they were, it seems like the company was a little bit hush-hush and, and traders wanted more. So not liking the uh, earnings release and we're seeing a dip. Yeah, and we, we've talked about this. I mean, the earnings, that is what happened. That's cute, right? But traders want to know, okay, what are you planning in this quarter? What are you planning for next year? And this is where uh, this, this magic word, guidance comes in, right? Uh, and if a company doesn't provide guidance or here says, hey, here's how we are planning to uh, go into 2022 or how we go into the fourth quarter, especially for GameStop. I mean, the fourth quarter is yeah. usually big, right? I mean, this is when new games are being released. This is when we have the holidays coming up and saying, oh, well, yeah, we have a smaller loss than expected and all is good. That's not enough for investors here. All right. Yeah. Well, yep. Sure. What else okay. is shaking and baking? So um, here's another one. Sam. S A M. Yep. Sam Adams. So well, Seltzer actually, beers, they're called now Boston Beer yeah. Company. So Seltzer beers. Yes. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> so this this drop. Uh, Seltzer beers are becoming a little hard to swallow. And uh, after Boston Beer dove headfirst into their seltzer beer business, uh, they're, they're seeing some concerns there. So they had to pull its earnings guidance because of slowing growth in their, their hard seltzer brand. And uh, that's not helping the stock much. So stock down about 9%. Yeah, crazy. Um, anyhow. I, I like their summer shanty. No I market like beer. I know you like your beer, but have you tried any of the seltzers? No, not my not my thing. I'm a beer drinker. Yeah, the, the seltzer beers are are not my thing either. But it, I think that this is kind of like a 
an industry thing where everybody was looking for the new thing, right? You had the the traditional beers and then the micro brews took off and just went crazy. And then I think everybody thought, hey, let's let's bring back Zima. <laughs> that didn't go well. I mean, what what's so appealing about the, the hard seltzers is you have alcohol without the calories, basically, right? So <laughs> this is what uh, why uh, many of the younger people, athletes like to drink it. But hey, I like my beer. I'm okay with the calories. <laughs> All right. Well, um, another mover. Go ahead. Lulumon. L Lulu. Yep. So they're looking nice pre-market, 13%. Better than expected earnings, stronger outlook for the quarter, and uh, also for the rest of the year. So pretty big uh, pre-market jump there. Looks like it's putting them at record highs. Uh, yeah, and uh, whoa, it does, it does. <laughs> it seems that, uh, okay, work from home, right? I mean, uh, Lulamon. Buy your yoga pants, buy more yoga pants, buy more comfortable clothes, uh, right? I mean, we, we know that more and more companies are delaying their, uh, their back to office uh, into next year. So this is what probably Lulaman says, you know what, we're not slowing down because uh, if, if we take a look here at the weekly chart, I, I mean, Lulaman here, uh, clearly a pandemic winner, right? So they have been going higher and now making new all-time high. So not bad at all. It's the outfit for the home, the outfit for the gym, the outfit for the grocery store, the outfit for shopping. It's like, you know, they, they kind of have all their bases covered. <laughs> right. I, I mean, they went from 120 to now pre-market 430. Uh, I mean, this is what almost quadrupling. I mean, three and a half times in, uh, yeah, since uh, the low of the pandemic. And uh, even before that, they were trading around 240. So they're almost doubled here. I said, yeah, it is... Uh, it is the clothing apparel fashion of the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. I'll see. All right. Hey, um, speaking of movers, did you see natural gas? Uh, no. What's happening there? Let's, uh, let's take a look at natural gas. So U.S. Holy natural moly. gas futures hit a seven-year high yesterday. Uh, so it, it could be an expensive winner because I believe that natural gas accounts for almost 40% of the heating it, or it's an energy source in the US and uh, almost 50% of homes in the US use natural gas for heat. So seven year highs for nat gas. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, but I've been keeping an eye on Bitcoin uh, because I mean, after this big drop, after El Salvador adapted it as a currency, I mean, Bitcoin has a little bit rough time recovering here. I, I thought that the recovery would be quicker after it dropped from around uh, 53,000 uh, to, to 43,000. I mean, right now, split the middle, more or less, right? I mean, trading at, at 47,000, but the, the recovery is, is kind of slow here. Yeah, just kind of grinding higher after that, that big shock there. Um, I did see that uh, Ukraine the ukraine's parliament passed a law that would legalize and regulate cryptos um i don't know how much that would be news that would move the market they're not adopting the currency like el salvador did but basically right. they're, they're decriminalizing it right so they didn't have the stance necessarily that said cryptos are illegal at least that's my understanding but instead people could buy and sell cryptos 
individually, but they had a, a, a big you know, negative stance against businesses that were dealing with crypto, basically assuming crypto was a scam and, and also used for money laundering. And sometimes expensive equipment would be confiscated without any real rhyme or reason. And so now they're, they're making a, you know, a push or an effort to say, hey, cryptos are here to stay. We're going to legalize them and really regulate them. So, you know, more and more companies doing that, that, that could affect uh, cryptos and Bitcoin. But Ukraine right now uh, not having a big impact. We'll see. We'll see. Did you see any other stocks that are moving? Um, I want to say Cisco uh, was taking a hit. Yeah, but they're only down yeah. uh, like percent. That's pretty much. I think the line they were down the more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Morgan Stanley downgraded them, but I, I think that, yeah. Now. Well, it, it's also. I mean, if you if you look at Cisco, and uh, we're we're zooming out on a weekly chart here. I mean, they had a phenomenal run up. I mean, at some point they were trading at as low as uh, thirty two dollars, now almost doubling. And I think it was Morgan Stanley who said, well. The air is getting thin at the top here. <laughs> so that yeah. Morgan Stanley said, yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we think that this is actually a pretty fair price. And this is why, okay, small hit here. Um, yeah, because they, I don't know if they downgraded probably from overweight to, I don't know, in line with the market, something like this. But yeah, I saw that they said, well, Cisco, we, we believe that the $60 mark here is, is pretty good. Not much, up, much upside potential. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hey. mean, they're up 31% for the year. So yeah. that, that's good for Cisco. <laughs> All right. Switching to a daily chart of Macy's. Macy's up 1.2%. Probably unrelated, but I saw that they announced that the Thanksgiving Day Parade will return in its full glory with balloons and crowds and everything after going mostly, mostly virtual last year. I didn't watch it last year. How do you do the, the Macy's Thanksgiving parade? How do you do this virtually? <laughs> That's kind of uh, not possible. So, uh, but they announced it will be back in its full glory. So we shall see. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got to jump over to trade live with our masterminds. If you would like to see how we trade these crazy markets, we have a few videos popping up and also a link in the description to our Power X strategy and the wheel strategy. Take a look at these. You're going to enjoy these. And, uh, We'll see you in the next stock market update. Happy trading, everybody.